0: Everyone, Peps and J-Dog here for a massive Round 21 review. And first and foremost, apologies for coming to you on a Wednesday night. One night later, but unfortunately, the great man, Jamie the J-Dog Wallace, was a little bit unwell, and we decided to push it back one night. So that's the reason for the Wednesday start. But you know what? We're here. He's healthy. This is going to be a cracking episode. I'll tell you what, it is chock full of football goodness, but before we get into it, I've got to ch- check in with the great man because he is looking all right, and I hopefully he sounds all right as well too. Jamie Wallace, welcome, my friend. Hello.
1: How are you? Hello. How are, how are our you? Listeners?
0: I'm how well. How are you, and how are our listeners tonight?
1: Oh, tell you what, yesterday afternoon, it's just that 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 wash comes over. You know that feeling you get really heavy and tiredness, and you, for me, my back starts to tighten up a bit. Maybe it's old age, but I'm going to call it the
0: Mark Neal era.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, no, uh, struck down, but um, here tonight to do the show. Last night, no one would have wanted to see that. It was was a mess.
0: Oh, that's all right. It couldn't have been as bad as some of the results coming through over the weekend because it was a shocking week of football. But we'll get into all that. But first of all, everybody joining us live tonight. Donna J is back. Great to see her. Everybody listening to this on your smart devices, your headphones, your earpods. Whatever. Thank you for joining us. We didn't have a show without you. It's as simple as that. Also, um, bucket loads to get through. Like I said, we're going to be going through the ladder really quickly. It's going to be a rapid fire show. That is how much we're packing into tonight. 60 minutes. Getting into the ladder, spinning some magnets. What are we looking forward to in the next week? I have a brand new little segment as well, which Jamie doesn't even know what it's about. We're going to chat about the rising star. We're going to go around the grounds with the great newsbreaker himself, Jamie Wallace. And so much more to talk about. But once again, it's Christopher Pepper, the 377-game superstar of the East Killer Football Club, hosting this magnificent show with our beautiful co-host, Jamie the J-Dog Wallace, oh, thanks, ranked Pips. number nine for his age group in Ironman. I say it every week. He tells me it's not real, but you got to have a swing. You've got to have a tagline, and that's his. But it's great <laughs> to see you. It's great to have everybody on board. Before we get into the footy, how, uh, how was your weekend? I know that the Olympics had finished. It's, oh. It puts a bit of sadness back into your heart, oh. but, jeez, it was a great weekend, wasn't it?
1: It was a good weekend, Peps. Um, for us down here in Melbourne and probably most of the state, most of the eastern border of, of Australia, lockdown for us. So for us, it was, um, yeah, just a lot of Olympics. It's just a
0: lot of Olympics. I've got to go with this one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: My highlight, simple highlight, mm-hmm. boomers.
1: Mm-hmm. Boomers was your Boomers.
0: Boomers was my highlight. I've never cheered so hard for a bronze medal in my life. Um, it was, I like it. I just loved it. I just yeah, loved I like it, it because it represented more than just a bronze medal. It just represented what the basketball community had been doing for many years. And if you got to see Andrew Gray's just shedding a tear over it, it was yeah. – that tugged on the heartstrings, and that's what the Olympic spirit's all about. Um, that's Peps- what it's all about. I loved it. I loved
1: it. Where, is, um, where of how good uh, – our good country boy gone. The, the shooters, the shotgunners, where have they gone? All the clay shooters. We just seem to have dropped off the earth. We That used to be our medal in Australia. our yeah, medal. Used to, yeah, yeah, Russell Mark. Now it's used all to gone to the, the Italians, yeah. the Israelis. It's gone everywhere
0: else now. Oh, they don't make many good guns. They do. They make the Borellis.
1: The Berettas. Um,
0: um, the Remingtons. Oh, I, I know just, all the guns because of John Wick. <laughs>
1: But that was our medal, Peps. I lost, feel we've we lost, lost a, we've lost a cultural identity by not winning anything to do with shooting anymore. We've lost an identity of ourselves.
0: Oh, you know what? But we lose it in shooting. We get it back in skateboarding. We do. We and get it back in bike riding you know and I mean? athletics. Oh, what athletics! A what a performance! How Australia. good was it? What about the high jumping Christian? Oh. How good was she? I just loved it. She was just like giving me a bit of this every time she went. And the big fella upstairs said, "You know what? I've got your back, Dale." And she did, silver (laughs) medal, awesome. She almost got the gold too. But all right, let's get into it. Who's got the gold so far? I'll tell you who the gold is, and we're talking about the gold standard. It is simply the Melbourne Football Club right now. If we have a look at the ladder, after round 21, my friends, it is the Melbourne Football Club sitting on top after their interesting game against the West Coast Eagles on Monday night, which we'll get into. The Doggies... Mm-hmm. Geelong and Port Adelaide. When did you ever see three teams sitting on 60 points and still have not locked in uh, a final position in that top four in terms of is it going to be a home final or an away final? It is yeah. amazing. you got Brisbane Lions and Sydney Swans with 52 points. They had some uh, upsetting results, especially for the Swans. Uh, Brisbane had a good win over Fremantle. Mm-hmm. West Coast Eagles, geez, the wet toast. They played 16 minutes of football, J-Dog. <laughs> and almost pinched it. it did. Uh, GWS stole victory in a game that they should not have even got near after what they did to the Cats the on Friday night. What a cracking game that was. Yeah. They literally had everybody out. Leon Cameron at one stage was, was putting on the boots. That's how <laughs> desperate they were. Um, Essendon, yeah, no good. Richmond, geez, they had to work hard to beat North. St Kilda and Fremantle all on 36 points. So they've all got a technical mathematical chance as do Carlton. Yeah. But percentage is definitely going to affect St Kilda and Fremantle respectively. Gold Coast had another great win on the weekend. I think the most wins they've had under Stewie Jew in the time together. The Hawks there, Collingwood, Adelaide, and the mob of North Melbourne, they've got the wooden spoon I don't think anyone can take that away from them. And more importantly, they're going to pick up an absolute star as the first-round draft pick. But they, uh, the way that they've performed literally for three quarters of the season has been pretty good. They, they've been mm. stiff. I think the first six to seven weeks ruined their season. But that's the latter. Yeah. Uh, anything that stands out to you, J-Dog? Anything that's... Um... Uh,
1: not not really. I mean, the, the fact that Western Bulldogs and the Cats had a loss over the weekend has really... Thrown open that top four again, as you said at the top of the show. There's two points separating top to the four. I think the four is locked in now. Pepsi. we can confidently say the four is locked in.
0: Yeah, I think I think the four is definitely locked in. It's just going to matter who gets what. Um, it's the
1: eight. It's the it, it's that eighth position that is really well, with, interesting. How many
0: weeks have we been saying this? Does anybody <laughs> here want the last couple of positions in the eight? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, wet toast. They they're just they're soggy. Right now, well, this week it's a Giants Giants GWS They won last week, didn't they? They'll lose this week,
1: yeah. So the Giants have gone in this week, but then Richmond, Eston, and
0: Saints have all uh have climbed as well. But you know, there's a bit of a reshuffle through there. Guild are two games behind, literally, because they've got same points but no percentage, yeah. That's what's going to hurt them in the long run, so they need to win their last two. There's we're going to get into that tomorrow night on tipped out as well, too. But uh, it's it's exciting, it is exciting, um. If you had to pick a team to go in and a team to, to flop out, who would mm-hmm. you go with at the moment, do you reckon? For mine, the Dons. Essendon. Don's in? Mm. You'd like to see Essendon in? I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't like I wouldn't. to see them in. Uh, you know, I know I don't want them in. Who? Essendon. Why? Because it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> just see Essendon supporters just suck another 12 months. But I think they're ha- actually not a, ba- they're not a bad unit, and I'd be a little bit scared of them. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be a little bit scared of them. Well, especially I, prefer, I reckon the rain, I prefer yeah. Richmond. Richmond yeah. would be more – actually, you know what? Keep the eight as it is. I don't think the eight's going to change.
1: Okay. I don't think it's going to change. Well, the Giants have got half a game with two games to go. Hey, you only need half a bar. That's exactly right. It's not about the s- points you've got. It's about how you use them.
0: Not about the size of the wave, it's the motion in the ocean. All right, big man, <laughs> let's get back into it. So uh, let's have a look at, um, it's been the, to look at the ladder. Spin the yep. magnets. Is magnet time? It is All magnet right, time, my friend. Let's spin some magnets. All right, big boy. So let's get into it, everybody. It's time to spin some magnets. Now, Charlie Keegan, mate, I love you coming into the show every single week, but by saying Melbourne to be dropped out of the 8th for supplements program and Essendon to come in, that is just stupid talk. I still love you, but that's just silly talk. We, I we like won't it. get caught in. We won't get caught in time. That's I promote it. <laughs> you promote it. We, we <laughs> promote it first. We've got to give it a sponsorship deal to get us out of debt. Right <laughs> yeah anyway, let's spin the magnets. Um, I want to go with. Um, I want to start off with a bit of bad news. Is that okay?
1: Oh, so you are going to go with bad news. Okay,
0: I'm going with Barassi first. Healy off, bloody
1: off, on. bloody weakest
0: piss. Okay, it's as simple as this, Jay. uh dog. Upsets galore on the weekend. It was a tipster's nightmare, a complete nightmare, okay? Oh, it, was, it was shocking. Yeah. But it was good because it just threw up everything. It started on the Friday night. They went in down oil fumes, mm-hmm. petrol fumes, metho fumes, GWS, and they beat yep. the Cats down at the cattery. Yep. Couldn't ask it for anything better. I think everybody was just going,
1: Yes! It was a great start.
0: It was a weekend. great, and I think Dad's army, it's starting to hit them a little bit. couple of the older guys getting a little bit tippity-tippity in the injury-injury uh, time. So mm-hmm. Father Time maybe catching up on a few of these Geelong players. Tui was injured. Could be a couple of weeks. Will they get Mitch Duncan back? I don't know. Jeremy Cameron, how long is he away?
1: Mm-hmm. Heels on
0: the bus might just fall off, just fall off, just fall <laughs> off. We'll see what happens with that. And then you just go into some of the other results. Gold Coast had a magnificent win against the Blues on the weekend. God, I love Gold Coast. Took Miller. Mm, I'd turn for him. He's a star. He is, he is legitimately a star and if he is not in the all Australian team this year, it is a farce. Farce because he's a guy that just says, "Boys, get on my shoulders, I'm taking you to funky town." Every single week. So I just I just love the way that he plays. North played a great half of football. Richmond had to pull the digit out and do something, and they were able to get the win. It was mm-hmm. just excitement. Then you have then we have Monday night. What about Monday night lightning gate? I know. Just, everybody wants to put the the brakes on Melbourne. You know what? They even had to stop the game to try and put Melbourne off their game. Yep. And they almost did. <laughs> they almost
1: did. So, was, Pebs, you're saying you're oh. saying the upsets are. Bad or are they good though, Peps?
0: No, it was it was it was bad if you were a tipster. I think I got okay. three. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, my, in our football tips, my auntie Rhonda mm-hmm. didn't even tip anyone. Yeah, got five. Yeah, just wrapped. Well, Charlie
1: Keegan's saying you got six out of nine. Yeah, his mum doesn't for him. Um, so so bad if you're a tipster. Fantastic if you're a footy. Oh lover. yeah,
0: exactly. Well, it shook the eight up. The doggies lost. The doggies lost. You, you think about it. The Doggies win, they take top spot, can't move. Yeah. Geelong take top spot, can't move. Port Adelaide, what a showdown. I'll I'll get you to elaborate this week um, a little bit about that because that was fantastic from a showdown perspective and everything that Adelaide had been through during that week, for them to come out and do what they did, I reckon they're going to fall in a heap this week. I think they're going to be on such an emotional high this week that they'll fall in a spot. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Charlie wants to know how to know his mum is a fantastic tipster because she rings me every Monday morning to tell me so. <laughs> um, it was just it was just great results across the board, which just fixed up the eight. Like, just when you think teams should have had wins, yeah. they didn't. It just kept a little bit of edge on it. It was really good to see. So, yeah. from a we, said,
1: we, said a la- we said said last year, Peps. We said last year. We thought last year's end of the season was pretty exciting. This season oh, has outdone it times a 1,000.
0: This is... Yep, it is amazing right now. Look, we're, we're sitting top four. There's, look, I think the top four literally is set. Yeah, we still don't know who's going to be getting the home finals and the away finals. It may not even make a difference. They might all play them in Adelaide and
1: Perth. Hey, uh, they're all going to move away because nothing I love more than uh, games in Melbourne during Grand so Final it, week. Yeah, it's, yeah there's
0: I know. So It's going to be interesting with that one. All right, <laughs> so we'll get into a bit a bit more about the games later on when we get Weaver. into key things. But another thing, the AFL parade has been scrapped. And in my eyes, yeah. that sucks because it's a major thing. Look, that's the whole reason why we have the public holiday in Melbourne, the day before the grand final, so we can all go to the parade. It's, it's, it's not a big thing in my world. I, I just think it's nice. It's nice to get down there go do to it? Bunnings. Get where would you sausage. Do What's that? Where would you do it this year? Oh, they're not going to do one at all. No, but where would
1: you? Because
0: uh, which, which, uh, we can't it was, go. It was in Oxford Street if it was in Sydney.
1: No, um, it's, it's a Melbourne thing.
0: Is it a Melbourne thing?
1: I think so. Okay.
0: All right, well, I'm, I like it. We're from Melbourne and I like it, all right? So it's going to be a bit of a enough. shame. But it's been a tradition for many years. They go down to the steps. They hold up the cup, the captains. They do that, you know, that shot that shows the crowd. I love it. I just love it. It's just, mm, just get you in yep. the mood as you try to figure out who's going to go Norm Smith and how much they're going to win as you put your multis on as well too. So that's that's kind of cool as well. Um, and the other thing I was really peeved about, oh, uh, peeved about. Not a good week.
1: Not a good week.
0: Is the whole <laughs> Tex Walker racism side of things.
1: Ah, uh, okay. I, mean,
0: I did do my rant last year about it. And it just yes, you did. And pisses me off that in 2021, it's still something that we have to lower ourselves to. Like you think, you know, you can, when I say, you can accidentally say something. That wasn't accidental. That was a deliberate sting at someone. Now I haven't heard what he said. Rumours are it wasn't wasn't flash at all. And to think of Tex had been around with Eddie Walk, oh, Eddie Walk, uh, Eddie Betts, Charlie Cameron, these guys for many years, and see what they went through. For him to go and do that himself, it was pathetic. And yeah. so I don't know what we'll talk about a little bit more, but that has just exploded. And the last thing, by by Gingo, by Crikey. The Carlton coaching, the the Carlton coaching saga. What an absolute farce! Uh, like, is is yep. he dead man walking? Is dead man walking? Isn't he Teague? Well, we're gonna talk about it later on. But um, yeah, and Pep
1: you had one more on your on your list of uh spend Magnus. Yep, and you had the
0: MRO. Oh, MRO, MR joke. <laughs> Unless your name
1: Sailwood or Franklin. Oh. You're going to get Out put up.
0: cell would get a fine when he li- he lined him up. <laughs> oh but the impact it didn't cause an injury. He lined him up.
1: It's like it depends, what's what's your catchphrase again every time we talk about the thing it's not about the it's not about the about the about the intent it's about the outcome. Is that what you yeah. always say?
0: It's the it is the Lenny Hayes syndrome my friends, the good guy syndrome. Mm-hmm. And what cracked me up is that they asked Jason McCartney about the what happened with that. And they said how come you know, what defense did you go in with? What video did you show, et cetera? Though he, he couldn't use the Bailey Fritch one from the start of the year. He couldn't use the thrown elbow from Buddy Franklin because they have to use, a, choose something out of the catalogue. There's like a lot of catalogue of videos and precedent that you can use, but it's from last year. Yeah. What a freaking joke that you cannot pull something out which would have got him off like that. Yeah. You had to find it you know, closest to the pin. It's just, it's just, it just shits me. You know, yeah. you get Andrew Brayshaw, right? It didn't look good. But I'm tipping, he really didn't want to rip the guy's eyes out because if he wanted to, he could have done it a lot worse than what he did. And he gets a week for that. But Selwood potentially lines it up. And because he didn't connect properly, he gets off. Yeah, well, he's, still, he's, still just, got the, he's
1: still got his head. He's still got his head, though.
0: Oh, doesn't matter. The head's not sacrosanct if you're a Selwood.
1: <laughs> um Ballsy. and then you had and then and then you had the bullshit with the uh the tackle on Bontempalli because he dropped him oh, into the ground which is just thank god that was off thank god he got it, off thank
0: that. goodness Mason Redman got off have a look at that tackle he had his feet off the ground because the guy was so tall <laughs> yep. it, yeah yeah I think it's a problem with the whole cataloging of the way it goes mm. and the way that they work it out it's not clear cut. They've tried to make a clear cut, and it's not.
1: Maybe, maybe as I said, Peps. Maybe they need to bring in someone who's played the game in the last five years to sit alongside maybe Christensen and just and just go through some of these things. Someone you know, a bit more a bit more speed and relevance on the game and know how it works closer yeah, to the. I fact don't that actually, we're actually
0: think so, j Dog. You know what I think it is? It's just use the thing called common sense and look at it and go. You know what? It was okay. It was a tackle. That's all it was. He yeah. got up, continued to play. There was nothing in it. It was a perfect tackle. So, know,
1: I'm, I'm saying that, but having a player who may have been a bit more closer to, to that and may have just been like, you know what? That is just a tackle. Let's play on. It's not even, not even needing to go to the I tribunal. I, I
0: wholeheartedly agree. That's what they should have done. But did they do it? No. 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 All right, let's move on to the next thing. Perhaps we got a all massive show. All righty-o. Now, quickly. Three yes. Votes. I'll say it again. Three votes. Right, three votes. Two-meter. Where did it come from, J Dog? Tell me, where did it come from? Did you see it coming? Did you Not see like what that. the big two meter Peter was bringing? That's his one good what game of the year. How good was it? Seven goals, ten disposals. Did you see some of the the the, the bangs from fifty? Yeah, Flushed them. Yeah, like, he's been good. He's been a really good pickup for us in this year. Whether it's been in the ruck or moving forward, he's been ha- more than handy just stand so there with his arms up you're hoping to get out of him pardon
1: yep stand there with his arms up he's he's got 3 metres, 3 meter something and he just
0: 3 metre Peter, sky. and he's got <laughs> red hair like he's already against the <laughs> behind the eight ball with that and he's just yep. putting he's, would he be the best redhead to play AFL since Acker? Oh. What do you reckon Ed Richards has given it a, bit, a fair fair in at the moment?
1: Uh, yeah Richards has got a pretty good one
0: there no, um you've also you've also
1: Yeah,
0: no. Uh, Matty Rao? Matty Rao? Matty Rao, yes. His first – yeah, but he's been in a bit of injuries. He has. But, uh, yeah, big Pete. Oh, big Pete. But, look, like I said, the other big thing to come out of it, if I had to give my three votes as well too, was just some of those results, some of those games. Tuke Miller playing great footy. The Hawks having a good win on the weekend as well too. Um, Mitchell racking up 44 possessions on the weekend again. Yeah. Uh, but the interesting thing is is that you know there's only like something twelve of them were contested. So once again, getting a bag load of possessions, but sheepdogging around the back, giving gimme, 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 gimme. <laughs> and yeah, so not much there, I reckon. And by the way, what about Aaliyah Mohawk oh. Aaliyah? Oh. Oh, Jamie, get the what's, Kleenex what's, out. What is it? What's just lock?
1: Lock him in for all Australian this year, Pepsi. Reckon? Lock him in. What's yeah, the halfback I line?
0: Yeah, we'll put him across that. He'll be standing next to Jake Lever, so it'll be okay. Yeah, May, he was good. <laughs> well, that, that, he, that, both, what a, what a, what a, what a, a backline that would be. Aaliyah. Jake Lever, May and Aaliyah, Aaliyah. Whew. Aaliyah, Aaliyah. And then Tom Stewart. Oh, oh yeah, true. It. Tom stop Stewart, it. that would be, yeah. Mm, 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 exactly right. So I think there was more bad than good this week, but just, it's just a massive week of footy, and that means that we're about to get into our rising star for round it 21. Is. And I'm handing this one over to you, big man, because he is from your club, uh-huh. Miles Bergman of the Port Adelaide Power. Tell us about him, big boy.
1: Oh, Miles Bergman. So uh, rewarded with his performance against Adelaide, the showdowns are always never, ever one where you look at the ladder and go, oh, that's going to be an easy walk. It's always a tough game. So he's run won the rising star nomination for round 21. 23 disposals, four tackles, four clearances, um, and most importantly, he took the game-saving mark with seconds to go as a power held on to win by four points. Um, running defender, he was recruited from the drag from the Sandringham Dragons with pick number 14 in 2019, um, and failed to crack it for his debut season last year um, because he was had an injury and all those sorts of little things, um, but. This year, he has came into the team and uh, has found himself a nice little spot there. And especially with a couple of uh, mentions of retirements for Port Adelaide coming up a little bit later, um, I do see him part of our future in a big way. Oh
0: yeah, now that's good. And you need those ones because you're gonna have you're gonna be. Turfing a few out, but you need to be bringing the youth in. You need to be yep. bringing the youth in, which is good too. So and not bad
1: for a guy who couldn't play last year in the sandfall because of twenty twenty COVID. So not bad, not bad.
0: Yeah, good on, good on you, young fella. You got, yeah, a, you Kirk, got a man. career in front of you. righty. so you know what that means everybody. It means that we've got through, we've got through the entree, we've got through the pre dinner drinks. Now we're getting onto the main meal, the main smorgasbord of news, and we know that there's only one person who can give us the news. We're going around the grounds with our newsman, Jamie the J Dog Wallace. Over to you, big man. Uh, where do you want to start this one? Oh,
1: let's just start with, with let's start with Tex Walker. We know we're going to be there. Let's just talk about it quickly. Um, you've also given a bit of a wrap up in what you've just spoken about, but as we know, Tex Walker was at a Sandford game uh, two weeks ago when he. Um, has directed a bit of a bit of oh, not a bit of he has directed racism slur at Robbie Young during a Sandful match back then last weekend of July. Um, it was reported to Adelaide that that was that was the case, and um, we found out last Friday that Walker was handed a six game ban as part of the fallout from the racial slur, and has also taken time away from the Adelaide Football Club to let it heal and all of that. Um, Peps, there's two interesting points I want to talk about this one here, if that's okay with you. Go for it. One, really liked the way that Matthew Nick spoke about it when fronting the media um, over the band. He spoke about his own personal experiences and the impact of the Indigenous culture on himself and playing with Indigenous players as well, which was fantastic when he spoke about Adelaide Football Club and what it means. Amazing. Um Then we didn't really get anything from Mark Rashuda, the club CEO, talking about it on the radio, so not a whole lot from him. And then awkwardly on Monday afternoon, we got this really awkward piece to camera that the Adelaide Football Club decided to do with a very scripted media piece with Taylor Walker himself. So he gave an apology last week. And then on Monday this week, he did this yeah scripted piece to camera and it just... it just was so wrong and felt so awkward i would have i think they did an okay job um and should have maybe left it there i I don't know why they went on monday afternoon um at around six o'clock to go with this really awkward piece of adelaide football club media crap it was just rubbish it was bad it was really bad
0: Sort of take it one step further, then we find out that Cosy Picker cop something via social media oh. this weekend.
1: Yeah, Ali, copped are, are, it over are, Saturday night. Are we,
0: are we that just dumb as a <laughs> as a nation? Like, yeah. What? What? It's a game for goodness sakes. Yeah. Look, I sit here and look. There's things that you say, and in the heat of the moment, and you regret them. Yeah. But it's you have a look at some of the history. Like we could go back. In 1999, I don't know if you remember this, you might have been about four or five at the time, J Dog. (laughs) Peter Everett uh, racially abused Scott Chisholm from the D's. Now, we're talking 1999. So, put this in perspective. He got suspended for four games and donated 20 grand to charity. Yeah. So, there was only two games difference, yet we're talking 22 years difference. 20 grand back then is a lot different to 20 grand now. Jamie Sharman did the same thing. Jamie Sherman in 2011 did yep. a gold, uh, unidentified Gold Coast opponent. Mm-hmm. Four games, education program, and another five grand. Yeah. It just doesn't. We just don't seem. And then we've had that. We've had the Nick Nat Nui copping it. We've had Goods doing it. We've had any bets with the banana. Yeah. Uh, bets again. It's happened way too often for it to be just you know yep. oh, you know passer, and then I've I've put it up on our I'll put it up on the lace our Facebook page, the mm. interview uh, Eddie Betts did last night on um, AFL 360. Yep. And you could just see the pain in his eyes, the pain in his face, just having to just talk about this again. Yeah. And for, you know, for a couple of white blokes, it's hard to put ourselves in those shoes because we don't have to deal with it. Yeah. We get called a, a dickhead or a prick or something and we fire up over that. Imagine yeah. copying 10 times as worse yeah, ten times a day for your entire life.
1: Yeah,
0: by just uneducated Neanderthals. Yeah, and it's a disgrace. And I love the game of footy, and I love the people who listen to this, but to come and have to spend you know five ten minutes talking about this type of subject again for the second year in a row, it's 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 disgraceful. Yeah, and that's not what we should be focusing on. We should be focusing on a, a guy who's probably had a. a a career best season for a majority of the year.
1: Mm-hmm, for sure. And
0: we're talking about a legacy that what, 250 plus games for the club. Yep. Ex-captain, potential best best and first winner, you know, all that sort of jazz. Yeah. And he's going to go out remembered for, for this. He may never play again. He may not. He That, that may be very not true. not right.
1: It's no, not and, right. And look, we make mistakes. Right. We say dumb stuff. It's all that sort of thing. But geez, you, it's just—I I expected better. You, you've got to expect better you, from you.
0: expected – he was a like I said, he was a captain of the club, yeah. And he's played under, he's played with people who have been through this many, many times. He would have seen what they've gone through, yeah. Seen what their experiences are, educated him, try, educated himself to try and you know, connect with these players and tell us about what it is, yeah. And then for him not to accidentally say, he walked over. To him and said it. That makes yeah. it even worse. It was premeditated. It wasn't accidental. Yeah, and that sucks. Yeah, it really sucks that we still are talking about this in 2021.
1: The highlight is Peps is um, once again it's it's unconfirmed reports, but at the moment um, they're saying that it was an Adelaide Football Club staffer who heard the comments yeah. and has self-reported that. So that's if that is the truth, then that is a step, a positive step that it is a recognized thing that we're starting to get people within the club starting to recognize it and actually dob in their own players. Um, but yeah, you can't be, you just can't, you just can't, you can't cannot do, do that. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's mental. It's absolutely it, it, mental.
0: It is, it is mental. And yeah. I, and, and, I, and I saw the bloke sitting there behind him in that video and I was like, yeah, no, no, yeah, no good. Um, no good.
1: So yeah. Anyway, let's uh, let's 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 keep let's keep talking let's keep going through um, all one. this. So yeah, so um, Peps, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Um, what's about your game? Let's talk about My your game. game? Peps. Let's talk all about right. your game.
0: Well, let's talk about our game. So if anybody has not uh, heard the news or been sleeping under a rock over the last couple of days, yeah, uh, the last quarter of the Melbourne West Coast game went for fifty nine minutes. Why do you you say? Well, approximately six or so minutes into the last quarter, the umpires decided to stop the game due to the threat of lightning strikes. So they went off for about 25 minutes, came back on. Melbourne were 35 points up at that stage and happened to win the game by nine. (laughs) Typical Melbourne. (laughs) What a a joke. Now, I don't know. Listeners out there, right? When you were growing up playing footy, you'd play through <laughs> hailstorms, torrential rain, thunderstorms, droughts. Nothing would stop.
1: No, like no, like no, said,
0: no, nothing can stop us now.
1: No centre square because it's just no a No centre square. It
0: was mud. <laughs> no clash jumpers. Everybody wore the same thing. It didn't matter. You just played the game. Oh, but dear. this occurs because it was 10 kilometres within. Ugh. Oh, give me a break! Hey, it can snow in it's, Canberra, it, it, <laughs> but it can't. Move boy has picked it beautifully. It'll snow, but we're not going to do it. And, <laughs> and no, make, you know what? Yes. Here's the thing: there's no way you're going to sue the AFL if you get struck by lightning. You're going to be dead. <laughs> so
1: it's um, don't worry and, about it. And Peps to make things worth, which is which is an old man complaint that I'm now entitled oh. to have. 8 8, 10 on a Monday night, it's too late.
0: Far too late. It's way too late anyway. And it makes it even worse when you've got to add on an extra half an hour (laughs) because, but how stupid is it? And then to make matters worse, what they were going to do is they were going to judge the game at the score at half time. Yeah, I did. Now, what the funny thing about this was is that before half time, West Coast were in front. When the siren rang, West Coast were in front. And about <laughs> half a second after that, Cozzy Pickett's goal sailed through. Yeah. Melbourne were in front. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's shocking over there. It's shocking. It should have been, look, that's the score. Or who was in front for most of the game? I would have gone with that. Yeah. That's what I would have gone with. Or at that time, they weren't going to, they had to kick six or six goals, six goals to win. They'd kicked five for the game so far. Yeah. <laughs> they almost did it.
1: Hey, I like uh, I like what you just come with. It's it's 6'10 yeah. over there. Yeah, just bring it just bring it 30 minutes forward. Forty minutes exactly. forward.
0: Exactly. Just just bring it forward. game. It, it, everybody just shuts down work in uh Perth at five o'clock anyway. The stadium's <laughs> just across the road. You can walk across there. <laughs> not a big issue. Started at five thirty. Goodness oh, okay. gracious. Unbelievable. But yeah, it was just it was way too late. But and that was the what other time, reason why like, we couldn't do the podcast because we had lightning strikes in the studio. What was that? What time, what time did you crawl into bed on Monday night? Oh, I reckon past I into in about 20 past 11. <laughs> yeah, yeah, way too late, way too late. Um, Radio now there's been – I know we're going to talk about some injuries later on, but there was, I think, one injury that just really tugged on the heart. Actually, two of them, I must admit.
1: Yeah.
0: One ACL, which mm. I'll get you into a moment, and then I'll Oof. get into the other one as well. But, uh, yeah, tell us about um, Big uh, oh. Josh
1: Bruce. Hate to see it. Sunday night
0: game. Poor Joshie Bruce
1: blew out his ACL. So that is him done for the whole year. Apparently, he's going down the El Natural path um, and is going not going to be returning until basically this time next year. So sad to see it happen. Sad to see, um, especially with the Bulldogs, right on the precipice of maybe doing something special in September. Um and Peps, as you as you put here in the notes, it puts the dogs in a bit of a bind as they lose their main goal kicker, who's kicked 48 goals this season, and also puts pressure um that goes to Norton and English now to stand up in finals yep. football, which they can, but it's not it's not the norm for them to be the the main goal kickers.
0: No, well, they were supposed to have Stefan Martin play more of a play more of a role this year. That's why they brought him into the club to throw English down forward. Mm. But we've seen so far this year. It's happened in Brisbane. As soon as Hipwood went down, it all went on to Danaher, and he's made that a massive challenge and hasn't been able to cope so far. And I think you, you take that up another step now in yeah. finals time. So I think they're going to really struggle. I, I you know, uh, Roo Boys just said just said about um, the D's, the Cats, or the Lions for the flag. I still don't think the Lions can. Um, they just don't have enough firepower up there. Danaher is still a little bit too fluky at the, start, at the best of times. And he needs to have that other key forward to take it off. And I don't think McStay's going to be able to do enough for them to be massively potent. Uh, they did play Fremantle on the weekend. So be it. But it puts all the pressure on Norton um, because Bruce was almost taking the best defender. Norton could fly for his marks. Now we haven't got that. It means that English might have to go forward. That means they're going to bring in Sweet to Ruck. Who are they going to do? And you're also going to remember, you've got uh, Jamaru Hagen down there. He's a young bloke. So he yep. hasn't got as much experience down there. There's just Three a lot of them. Either. There's just a lot of them there too. Yeah. Um, Our boys, someone just mentioned about well, my boys, the Ds. Well, I think we're in a bit of a different situation because uh, Ben Brown started to pick up. He's actually been playing all right, but last week he really did play a really good game. Like he's, he's getting his hands on the ball, kicking straight, getting up the ground, making contests. So he, in every week he's playing, he's getting more. That leaves Tom McDonald to roam free. But if, McDonald's not there. You've got Jackson to go down. You've got Gordon to go down. You've got plenty of options. And if some of those go down, then you've got Wiedemann to bring in as well too. So they have got some room in that area. And if they all go down, you can bring in big, bad Mitch Brown, if you want to as well. So I think that these aren't as bad in there. Um, But yeah, I I still think uh, the ball, when it comes to ground, you still need to have those small forwards. And I think the doggies with a creator around there, the Bond can still kick goals. But you do need to have, um, you do need to, um, you do need to have those options down there.
1: Yeah, yeah. An interesting yeah.
0: thing before we move on to the next one, uh, the D's are lucky the lightning didn't strike at quarter time. They gave up after that. Well, you've got to really put it in their perspective. They're thirty five points up with 15 minutes to go. You've been going to the rooms for half an hour. You've cooled down. The last thing you want to do is run back out there. Yeah, they, they should have still attacked a little bit more, but. Who was to see? West Coast had nothing to lose at that particular stage as well, too. So, the, the roles had completely shifted. One went into defensive mode, and the other one went into full attack mode. So
1: to me, Peps, the, the Ds just looked like they didn't have enough killer
0: pythons at halftime. I mean, it, oh, they had, they, had, like, they, had, four, they had four quarter time. They, no, they you mean fifth quarter time. <laughs> no, they, um, yeah, four quarter time. No, they just they just didn't want to be there. Like they'd been in quarantine all week. They just wanted to get out of the joint, oh, cool down. Terrible. It was just, you know, they won. They're on top of the ladder. They're going to hopefully get a top two position when they beat Adelaide this week. That's all and we can ask for. So. Play Port first week of the finals. Oh, imagine that, j Dog. What would we do? Oh, we might have to do a live stream of the game. I oh. might break COVID and come up, come up to, <laughs> come up to um, where you are, Geelong Way. All right. Um, now the bad news coming out of Carlton again. Uh. Did you want to quickly go into that? Sure. I will, I will quickly
1: go on it. Apparently, all reports coming out of Carlton and all those people who seem to be in the know, um, and I'm taking this directly from um, <coughs> Tom Morris. <coughs> anyway, but it basically, there's um, lots of reporting and lots of talking out that um, David Teague's papers are essentially stamped with Carlton privately looking ahead to 2022 and formally sounding out some big-name coaching prospects, according to senior Fox footy reporter Tom Morris. Teague is out of contract at the end of 22, but is considering the club's below expectation results this season and well-publicized football department review and the fact that some of the best coaching minds are available at season's end, the pressure has continued to intensify. Speaking to Fox Footies on the couch on Tuesday night, Morris said that Thursday loomed as a D-Day for the Blues and coach Teague with the board to dissect an independent review into the club's football department. Peps, mm-hmm. question without notice. Are David Teague's days numbered? I think so. Yeah.
0: but It feels that way. It feels that way, and I do feel sorry for him. And here's why. Absolutely. How many times have we said over the last X amount of weeks, Carlton yeah. have a habit of just burning coaches? Well, according to Mick,
1: this is the third coach they're going to burn under that same board fourth, leadership. Fourth, fourth coach. Okay. You had... Uh, uh,
0: Ratton? Yeah, Ratton, Malthouse, Malthouse Bolton, and then Alton, Teague. Teague. all in ten years. Ten yep. I think ten years. Insane, isn't it? They've got no idea. <laughs> What's the, what do we say? What do we say when we talk to our staff? The definition of insanity is doing the same thing time and time again and expecting a different result. Mm-hmm.
1: They've
0: just got to realize that the coach doesn't you've got to get your players right. They're yeah, recruiting has been atrocious. Yeah. So well, I could get 650 a year of Carlton, I reckon, this <laughs> year. <laughs> right, to be the I'm orange going. boy. To be the orange boy. And, and and I don't even bring my own knives. <laughs> All right? They're shocking. They're, they're, they've messed that up completely. Oh, yeah, and apparently man. they're going to go out and they, they don't learn their lesson. Apparently they're going after Chera as well.
1: Yeah. Yep. Uh,
0: yeah. And outside of their marquee players, they don't really have much. Um, so I don't, no. it's just a stupid scenario and a coach isn't going to make that much of a difference, to be honest. You haven't got the cattle. And how many times have we said it, J-Dog? you got to get your off-field right to get your on-field right. And a great a great one has just come in that, yes, there's too many clubs in Melbourne, but have a look what North Melbourne did. They've got their off-field right. They've got the yep. right person in to lead that mob. And they, they've been going right. I reckon they've been better this year than Carlton have. And at the start of the year, even though the wins don't reflect that, North have been more of a consistent team than Carlton have all year.
1: Yeah. Well, it's just one of those. It's crazy to think that last year um, people were going, shit, Carlton are looking good. I remember you and I having this conversation last year. This time last year going, well, Carlton are going to miss the finals but, geez, they played some good footy this year. Now, oh, far out. I'd they look say that looks moles off it. So Pep's I think what you're saying has, has complete merit. It is, it's you know, the shepherd or the flock. I think this taste here, it's the actual farm. It's not the shepherd. It's actual farm now is wrong. The people who are running the farm are need to clean out, look at what they're doing. I, still,
0: I don't even have a football director.
1: Re-elect. Whatever, whatever, exactly right. They need to just get things because it's if it's not the flock, it's not the shepherd because they're fired four shepherds. They've gone through two lists now. It has to be the farm. Mm. And that just needs a clean out, whatever yeah, that looks like. How many rebuilds like. have they had? Um, in, in the 10-year t- period, since 2010. No,
0: at least two to three rebuilds that I can two, remember. T- uh, two, two good ones. Two big clean outs and then probably a third sort yep. of regen. Uh, no good, mate. Absolutely no good. So, Carlton, this time next week we could be announcing a new coach. We could Apparently be. Apparently the report is going to be made public tomorrow is the inside word. that so... Tipped out um, tomorrow night, we might have some news, or definitely by next Tuesday. I say that again: Tuesday's episode. I wonder who it could be. Would it
1: reckon going to be a Collingwood offshoot, or do it going to be like a Buckley or a Clarkson or someone who doesn't get the Collingwood job? Or could it be a third party? Could it be a um, Michael Voss?
0: I really, I really do hope it's Adam Kingsley for the for Collingwood, Collingwood or
1: for Carlton. The Collingwood. Yeah,
0: because he. I think you've got money on him, don't you? I've got money on that. Yeah, I got money on that. <laughs> <laughs> got that money on that one. That's why. Um, now hey, the Val, other, he's done very well. Yeah. Uh, well, I hope he has too. And um, but look, outside of that, the other the other tragic news to come out of Carlton today uh, was that Sam Doherty un- unfortunately Ugh. has to go undergo chemotherapy again after yes. his testicular cancer diagnosis has come back again. Yeah. So once again, we just, we get on the Mark Neal reality bus and realize that, you know, everything that's been going on with this whole COVID situation, you know, the racism side of things that we hear stories like this, but the fact that I can't go down the street and get a cup of coffee because I'm yep. locked in, it's really quite petty. Right? Yeah. So I just hope that he gets better. Cause that's, that's not, that's not good. It's not no. good. And, um, no one should go through that as well, too. So, all the best to him and his family as well. Yeah. righty. All right, mate. All right, big time.
1: To, end- to, time to do your, one, of, one of your
0: faves. Oh, it's it's time for. Um, is it time for? Is it time for?
1: Here comes the money.
0: Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. <laughs> money, 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 money. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's splash <laughs> the cash time, everybody. It's time to talk about contract news. Who's getting the cash and where could people be swinging into very, very shortly? Okay, the big one to come out of it in the last 24 hours is Josh Kelly. He triggered the eight year extension, approximately worth eight mil. Eight mil, J Dog. (laughs) (laughs) Eight million for Josh Kelly. (laughs) Two words for you, GWS. Sucked in. Oh, my God.
1: One million dollar player a year. You're talking about. Just, you're talking dusty money.
0: It, it, yeah, dusty you're money. Talking, you're
1: talking someone who's being paid more than Bontempelli. <laughs> this is mental.
0: It's mental, and it makes me laugh every single time. I don't know what's funnier, the money or the years? Oh, it's I reckon just, the years are even worse. The years are the funny what part. What is he? So, he's
1: 25, so 30. I think he's oh, going to be 34
0: by the time he finishes up. Far out. I, I, hope, he, I, hope, that, I hope he doesn't have... I hope he doesn't have that I hope he's got that contract thing in that if he still doesn't play that yeah. he gets the money. He's and he,
1: and if his hamstrings give out, there's no clause because that's probably gonna happen to him.
0: Exactly right. All right, so good luck to you, number twenty two. <laughs> Thank goodness he's not uh, at Melbourne. Whew. That'd be like three quarters of our salary cap gone. Yep. Jack Billings from the Saints, yet to sign with the Saints. They reckon that it's going to be okay, but nothing I don't believe has been offered. And Port Adelaide sniffing around for his services. J-Dog, would you like to have him down at your mob?
1: Yes. Very you good player. Into your team, Very good player until St. Kilda brought in the mob squad. Very good enough
0: at that point. Yes, I'd, have, mm, yeah, I'd exactly. have him. I remember he destroyed us at the G1 game about three years ago. I ended up walking out at three-quarter time because it was that bad. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's a gun. He's a gun. Yep. When he's on song, he is a gun. So he just he might just fall all nail of love at St Kilda. Jake Riccardi, GWS. Now this is going to be an uh, interesting one because of what's happened with good old Josh Kelly getting the cash. Is it going to be enough for him? I don't know. Can't get can't get a game. No. Um, plenty of plenty of interest from teams in Victoria, including I think my club because mm-hmm. he played football under Choco Williams at Werribee. So yeah. There's a bit of a looking around for him. So good luck to him. Bobby Hill talks have begun. GWS, you're not going to get much, Bobby. I'm sorry because Josh has taken all the cash as well as Whitfield, Canelio, and Toby Green. Uh, Jamara Hagen, another two years at the Kennel. That's Locked good idea. That I in? think he was going to go anywhere anyway, even no. though he couldn't get a game. Okay. And Zach Butters and Dylan Moore hoping to lock away deals with their respective clubs quite soon as well. So uh Dog, that's yes. um here that's all. The money. Here we oh, go. Peps. Money that's where we here splash the cash money. everybody. That's where we splash the cash contract times. And when we have more news, we'll share it with you right here on lace out the number one non club <laughs> AFL podcast side of the West Ridge.
1: Pep's good question there from one of the co-hosts of the uh Porches podcast. Craig Jones as I said is billing's worth 450 a year for 3 to 4
0: years. Would
1: you pay that for Billings?
0: Yeah, four fifty. I'd pay I mean, that. The average Count player's on about three fifty, so it's not much more than the average player. I'd pay probably five fifty for him. Mm, no, I'd go. I'd go, I'd go four fifty, but I'd offer him three. I wouldn't go four. Yeah, yeah I'd go three. All right. So, all right. Splashing the cash as people getting contracts. Uh, unfortunately, J Dog, um, mm. we've got some news to come out as well too, because it's this time of the year that people unfortunately start to um leave our game Mm -hmm. and got some farewells so um it's a new little segment i just wanted to throw it out there because there's been some i reckon about six retirements this week and so i thought i'd just uh, give a bit of um bit of a shout out to these guys so i've just got something that we can um just play in the background for us as well too so a a moment j dog (laughs) let's get this one going Alrighty, so we're going to start with Mark Murphy. Mark Murphy Mm -hmm. plays his 300th game this week. He's going to be the sixth blue uh, to ever achieve that milestone, which is magnificent. It's amazing. And his last game for the weekend as well. So he said, I'm going to go to 300 and I'm going to finish on that. Only 77 behind the legend myself, but that's okay. Two time best of Ferris winner, All Australian in 2011. Uh, He's been there through the bad times, played a couple of finals. You know what? Number one draft pick, couldn't get any more out of himself. has only
1: been team. there for the bad
0: times. He's been there from the bad <laughs> <laughs> the, the, There wasn't many good times, was there? It was a lot of bad times. He's put up with a lot of crap. And apparently, the only club that he's, he's got two winning records at the moment, one of those is against Gold Coast. And if they lose to Gold Coast last week, I think it was, he'll, he won't have any more winning records against any teams. He's lost to more teams than they've beaten. That's going to suck, cool. doesn't it? Oh, All right, God, Stephen sorry. Hill from the Fremantle Dockers. 13 years and 213 games of Fremantle. Tried his heart out. Um, got to a flat, got to a uh, grand final. He's got the most out of him. His body's just letting down, unfortunately. Yeah. Oh, goodbye, my lover. Goodbye, my friend. All right. Chris May, 245 games for Fremantle. I won the Pies, 14 seasons, two grand finals, and great here. Like, he, 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 between um, him and Mundy, they've brought the perm back into the AFL. So, thank you very much for your contribution. To You're me. wrong. Patrick Pritice, Ambrose. Pritice, Pritice was oh, the man. I've oh got about Pritis. Special. <laughs> Patrick Ambrose, 88 games in eight years at Windy Hill. Yeah. Good on you, my friend. Goodbye, my friend. Goodbye, my lover. This this one's going to be a close one for you, Jamie. Tom Rockliffe, 208 games across Brisbane and Port Adelaide, two-time best and fairest. All Australian in 2014. What, what, what else can you say about this uh, guy? He's career at, at Port Adelaide probably didn't. go as well as he wanted to
1: no no and then he had clots this year blood clots in his in his legs so choices good luck
0: good luck to your new career 32. yeah good on him i think he's going to stay as a port development coach at port i think that's what he wants to do as well yeah um, and the last one I want to quickly highlight, which is probably the saddest one out of them lot, is Patrick Venables. 22 yeah. years of age, only gets to play 21 games. But out of those 21 games, he's got a flag in 2018 and has to retire to the head trauma. Yeah. Head trauma, sorry, from an incident a couple of years ago. That's sad. Mm. So goodbye to you. You were the one for me. So <laughs> to the retirees, all the best for your uh, whatever your future endeavors are. And this is just, like I said, a nice little way for us to say Thank you for your contribution to this great game. Whether it was 21 games or 300, you played a special part in your hearts. Very good. All right. Injury time, peps. Or injury time. Okay. Injury time. What have we got, J Dog?
1: <laughs> All righty. Okay. So. We have Melbourne defender Jaden Hunt We sidelined for a month with an ankle injury. Hunt underwent surgery. Yeah. Underwent oh, surgery, f- sustaining an injury during Monday night's game against West Coast. Adelaide, Ruckman, Riley, O'Brien season is likely over because of a knee injury. O'Brien will miss this weekend's clash against Melbourne and is in doubt to return for Adelaide's last game oh, of the season. 15 goals then. Following the week against North Melbourne. Star Hawthorne forward Jack Gunston is hopeful that he'll be fit for day one of preseason after training and was forced to undergo another surgery, a uh, back surgery. Gunston had surgery on his back in December and missed the first six weeks of the season this season. St. Kilda was I'd have
0: him. Oh, I'd yeah. have Gunston.
1: Oh, imagine him just sitting in the forward pocket, just kicking 30. It'd be handy, you're right. St. Kilda will sit down in the coming weeks to determine yeah, the future did. of defender James Frawley after opting to send him for shoulder surgery that has ended his season. It comes as the Saints strongly consider a recall of follow veteran defender Dan hennebury against the Geelong this weekend.
0: I totally, <laughs> I totally forgot about him. and then, And that'd be his first game of 2021. So that's why. Oh jeez, hasn't he milked that contract?
1: Um the bombers, uh, it's a bit of a bit of a watch on Heppel, who missed last week with a thumb injury. So hopefully they get up this week for him. Carlton Sam Wall should overcome an ankle injury just sustained on the weekend, while Levi Casbolt is also fit again following a knee problem. Uh, Geelong uh, Jeremy Cameron just needs to pass training this week in order to be selected um, after his third right hamstring injury of the season, sustained six weeks ago. Lockie Henderson and also O'Connor um, are likely to be fit, along with Isaac Smith,
0: who was rested last week, and Zach Tui also with a hamstring as well. So do think he should be playing again this regular season. It's only two yep. games. Three. And as I
1: just said, Bulldogs, um, the big one there was Josh Bruce going down an injury late in the loss against Essendon. 12 yep. months out. We won't see him until next can year. I do, late can next
0: I say year. something, though, to the Essendon supporters out there? You know, sure. kudos to the players that were there just with him, looking after yep. him, just making sure he was okay. That 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 was classy. Yeah. And um, you should be very proud of your players because, yeah, I thought that was just, just once again, just took the colors off the jumper. We're all footballers. You didn't last what three seconds, four seconds of the game. Yeah, oh. no good, no good at all. All right, buddy, let's quickly get through your beautiful uh, question of the week, the listener question, which was mint sauce versus mint jelly. Now, the overall totals was it was it a popular question amongst the listeners? Mm, hit and miss, hot and
1: cold. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: people just said, people just said gravy. Yeah, they didn't get the question, did they?
1: That's okay, it's, though. You Pets. either
0: pick mint sauce or mint jelly. There's no other option. That's okay, I Pets, do agree okay. with you. You have both. You've got to have both. Mint sauce right, and but jelly. i would, definitely go the mint sauce.
1: You have mint and sauce not mint, mint jelly. jelly. Ah, mint sauce. No, I'm, I'm I'm mint sauce. I thought you were mint jelly.
0: Uh, Mint jelly, they sung some good songs, too, mint jelly. Little, little pig, let me in. Not by the hair of my chinny chin chin.
1: I don't know. So oh, peps, I actually haven't got a question this week, so we might throw that over to the listeners. What questions do they want to ask?
0: Actually, here's here's the thing, right? Listener questions. This this is a listener question for this question this week. Okay. What question do you want what do you want to know about J Dog or Peps? What question do you have for us? And we will answer them next week. Ask us anything, and we will give you the answer. You ask the question. We will give you the answer. Okay, so it's an AMA. Ask, <laughs> ask us anything. Ask, ask, yeah, anything. Ask, ask us me anything. Any, ask me, ask anything. me anything. Ask me anything. So ask me anything, so ask me anything or ask J Dog anything. That is the listener question of the week. What do you want to know about me or J Dog? Simple as that. What well, let's you call it
1: AUA. A- a- U- a. Ask us anything. A- yeah, U- ask
0: AUA. A- U- a. Are anyway. you righty, One week at a time, everybody. One week at a time. Games this week, J Dog. Plenty of movement at the top of the ladder. Plenty of movement into the bottom part of the eight. Don't worry about the bottom art. They're, they're getting their footy trips all organized within five kilometers of their homes. <laughs> Where is um what are you who's your game? Who've got your eye on this week? Well, we've locked it in, have we now? This week's been locked in. Yep. I think, this it's, week all, has I think been it's all set away. Way. I think all tonight they settled the draw. Round twenty one. Um 22.
1: let's have a look who actually
0: Oh that's a that's a delicious game. Friday night? Yeah. <laughs> Friday night. We're just gonna go with the Friday night delicious Marvel Stadium. Yeah. Giants versus Richmond. Basically who wins is in. Yeah. And who's out? You're out.
1: Yeah. What was that? Um though saying that, I've also I'm also a huge fan of Dockers and Eagles as well, though.
0: Well, that's going to be a bottom four spot as well too. Who's Saints um, play? Saints and Cats? Saints and Cats? Mm, that's a GMHBA stadium. Yeah, Cats should win that. Yeah. Saints were good last week. Yeah, they were good. They were good. Um, uh, oh, first question's come in. Are players who wear long-sleeve <laughs> jumpers soft? No, they're not. They're yes, de- they de- are. They, they deceive the opposition because when they run out, Justin Parker, the opposition look at him and go, mm, he's wearing a long sleeve. There's nothing underneath that. but..." they are hiding a sexy rig that just nope. blows them off the park. I did that for many, many years. I was all that all that performance. Hey, Justin Parker loved the ball. Loved it when I gave on. it laced <laughs> out to him in the forward line for many, many years. So that's a loaded question. You know <laughs> that I was never soft.
1: Rightio. Peps, Peps. According according to the records, you're the one who invented the kick with the outside of the foot, because you you just never you never set you never, never smiddled one.
0: It's called a check side, my friend. All right, hey, <laughs> listeners, that is a huge episode. That was our round 21 review. Everybody listening to this, hey, can you do us a favour? Just give us a like on iTunes. Share it with a friend, all right? Just tell someone. you to listen to this podcast. It's awesome. Don't worry about all the, you know, the, the ones sponsored by betting companies and all those wankers. Pets and J-Dog, we're honest and we're good looking. So Can
1: I answer this question with Nick first? Yes. Nick, I would agree with you that Alir literally does wear a long sleeve, so I do agree, but so did Chad
0: Wingard. J-Dog, thank you for a fantastic evening. And may I ask you the question, how do you want your football in a long-sleeve jumper? Uh, I like my footy lace out, peps. Fantastic. So I have a great week, listeners. We'll see you at the regular time, unless um, Jamie doesn't get a uh, case of syphilis or um, another (laughs) venereal disease. (laughs) And we will see you next Tuesday. Good luck. We'll see you for tipped out tomorrow night. See you, listeners. Thanks for listening to our latest episode. If you haven't done so already, make sure to subscribe, rate and leave a review on iTunes. I'm your host Chris Pepper and with Jamie Wallace, we give you your footy how you want it. Ice out.